Welcome back to Detroit Strange. This podcast. The one you're listening to. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Welcome. Have a seat. You know, grab some snacks. Mm -hmm. Relax or drive carefully, whatever you are doing at the moment. Yeah. Uh, And enjoy hopefully this lovely day. I don't know what the weather will be like. It's been such. I was so offended it was snowing yesterday. It wasn't great. I know that. I was just like, are you kidding me? It was so cold. It's supposed to only have been yesterday and today is much better. So, yeah, that is true. Let's not go back. Yeah. Yeah. Like what a lovely April Fool's joke weather played on us. Mm -hmm. Although it was a day off. Oh, wait. No, it wasn't. I don't know the days. Yesterday was April Fool's. Who knows? That is correct. Calendars. (laughs) Yes. Irrelevant. We were recording this on April 2nd, though. Yes. Yes. But other than that, I'm glad it's the weekend, finally. Mm -hmm. I got out a whole 30 minutes early. The weekend is nice. Yes. And my new video games came. GameStop's having a sale right now. So I got a couple of video games. Oh, it was unfortunate, though, because they sent me the Xbox version of one of the games, and I do not have an Xbox. And that will not work. No. So I had to go on my lunch to GameStop and get that <laughs> swapped. I was very annoyed, but it all worked out okay. Darn you, GameStop. Yeah, I mean. No mistakes happen. I know. I was like, like, I know, like. This someone just messed up. I mess up all the time, but I'm still annoyed at the situation and I'm allowed to be annoyed at the situation. Yeah, actually, something similar kind of happened to me today for um, my mother for the holidays got me like a grow your own microgreens kit thing. Uh-huh. And it's really simple. You just like soak this thing in water and like put it near some light of some sort and it grows in like a couple of weeks. And I opened the box today and there was two in there and one was like microgreens. And then on the receipt, the other one said it was basically like smoothie greens. And I was like, ooh, that's fine. Uh-huh. And then I looked and it was broccoli. Yeah. Eh. Do you not like broccoli? I don't I don't dislike broccoli. I don't love broccoli. And I already have broccoli in my fridge right now. It's not like an all the time vegetable for me for sure. I would much rather have smoothie greens. See, I had a bowl of broccoli for lunch. No, it's the texture. Fair. I'm not like a huge fan. Again, I don't dislike. I just don't like. That's fair. See, I love a broccoli. And I would much rather have smoothie greens because I do love putting vegetables into smoothies. What's a smoothie green? Is that mm-hmm. like probably like spinach? Kale, kale, spinach, something like that. Yeah. Interesting. What if it's just like green flavor? What if it was limes? I'd be fine with that. I put limes in smoothies. Yeah. Hey, I am trying to grow lemon trees, which is like a lime tree. Yeah. I did not have... know that. Love that. Love lemons. Lemons oh, yeah. are no. better than limes, in my opinion. Last year, during when everything first shut down, I started saving seeds from everything and just growing what I could. <laughs> I had like five or six semi-successful lemons. I gave three of them away. One died, and then now I have two little lemon Wait, trees. Wait, you got three? Le- you grew you grew lemons? Like well, no, 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 no. How did you grow lemons that quickly? No, they take like two or three years to actually start yeah. producing fruit. Like first it has to turn into a tree. Like I think my biggest one right now is like six inches. It's not. Yeah. It's a very long process, but I yeah. would love if it does fruit someday. And if it doesn't, it's just free plant because it right. came from lemons. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe I should try that. I'm just gonna start planting lemon seeds. Can you grow them outside here? Like if I plant in the it, summer, but no, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, you'd have to have it in a pot so it could come in during the winter. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Now I've seen a couple of people online like they just grow all their seeds, uh-huh. basically from everything. Um, Interesting. I think it's was it guava ones are really one of them was really pretty and I was like, ooh, I want that one. Yeah. But I love I love the idea of the 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 circular nature of it all. Where you like, yes. you eat the thing and then you save the seed and then you grow the thing and then it takes f- four or five years and then you eat another thing. <laughs> yes. And you just keep going. Yes. It's the long game with nature. It really is sometimes. It is. But I did manage to keep some mint from dying over the winter. Ooh. So Love some mint. Yeah. And then I'm propagating extra mint from that mint. What? Ooh. Mm-hmm. It's the plant that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not great at plants, so this is all like huge for me. I'm okay with plants. I have one cacti, one cactus, one cactus that I've had. Oh yeah, cacti would be plural. Yeah. I have one cactus that I've had since like 2015. I'm pretty proud of that. Oh yeah, I'm not good at the cactus. I've definitely killed some. Yeah. No, I have I think I have like 18 plants now. Wow, plant queen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've only killed one recently. Nice. Yeah. Rest well, umbrella tree. West rel- rest well. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mind me just pulling out a gel pen to get writing. Oh, oh interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just taking notes on stuff we talked about for the description. Ooh, well done. Well done. Yeah. Now that I have a desk that has things in it that are accessible. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I still have to hook up my rotary phone. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't think we mentioned Alex is in the new studio space in his basement. His studio office space in his basement. Yes. Ooky Spooky Studios now finally has a room, a physical location. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. And it's the same color as our eye. And I love it. Or at Mm -hmm. least close. Yeah, no, it looks good. The wall yeah. looks really nice. Yeah, it's been nice just chilling. I'm finally like done doing construction work for a minute. So I'm just like taking a minute to just breathe, relax, mm-hmm. and just enjoy it. I think it's the way to go. Before I get myself stressed out by anything else. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do actually have a couple updates. Because we're going to try to do updates, updates more often now. Yes, just like Microsoft. Yes, without the um, annoying restarting. Yeah. You don't have to restart this podcast. Right. No. In fact, we'd rather you didn't. Yeah, please don't. Please just stay with us. We're so glad you're here. (laughs) Please do not touch the podcast. It's playing in session. Update Mm -hmm. in progress. Please do not. Just don't Uh, touch it. (laughs) So one thing I did want to announce last week, we announced the winner of our contest, our merch contest, our... um, Subscribe rate review contest if you are. Yes. Our yes. giveaway. And we want to say congrats to Courtney from Ann Arbor. Yay. And also confirm that her username yep, was in reference to the Rod Stewart song. And also it's her cat's name. Which I love. That's a great name for a cat. Yeah. So we've got a tote bag uh, on the way to her. And yeah. again, thank you to everybody who entered. Yeah. 
Very excited about that. Oh, mm-hmm. I just think about cats now because I've started looking at cats again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Any any progress on that? Um, I applied yes. like two weeks ago mm-hmm. to look at this cat named Parker. Yeah, I remember. And I called them this week. I'm like, hey, just calling to see, like, check the status of my application. They're like, we're doing the best we can. We got like a thousand last week and there's only two of us. And I'm like, Aww. oh, shit. Sorry. Um, well, good luck with that. Is Parker the cat still available? And they said yes. So I'm hoping yeah. I at least get to meet the little guy. Yeah. Before he's given to someone else. Because I learned that's how cat adoption works. You look at a cat, love it, and then they give it to someone else. Yeah. Well. I mean, you can always too. I know people who have gone directly to the actual like humane society or whatever. and just gone and looked and gone that day. Yeah, that is on my list of things to do. But even then, like you have to like schedule an appointment and like, yeah, they're booking. I'm like. Out. Well, like right now, it's still kind of weird, too. They can't do it the same. Yeah. So I'm just going to steal someone else's cat. You know what, though? Cats choose you. So. That's the right true. cat will choose you. The one chooses the winner, Mr. Mm-hmm. Potter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, really quick, though, too, just because I want to plug oh, some yeah. more Planet yes. Podcast stuff. So last week we talked about a few shows. I want to just mention a few shows. So if you yeah. are somebody who is into sports, you should check out She's Good. And it is a podcast about female sports. Thank God. We don't yes. need any more men's sports podcasts. Yeah. It's three females talking about female sports. So that's pretty cool. Love and that. also our newest podcast, Worst in the Industry, which if you want to hear three hosts dig pretty deep into some well-known companies and some of their maybe less savory practices. Love that. That's a show for you. Yeah. 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 And then also um, Ride Along, which is like a comedy based kind of life figuring it all out podcast. So and then there's like a ton more. Yeah. But I love our family, so. Yes, the Planet Ant Podcast Network family. Yes. Yeah, we're working on a probably a name that rolls off the tongue a little better, but yes. <laughs> there is a lot of words in Planet Ant Podcast Network family. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been changing a lot, too. Yeah. You know, streaming wasn't even something part of it. And then all this happened. Now we have some streaming shows and all that kind of, too. So, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I was writing with my gel pen again, and oh, I forgot good. how much I love gel pens. Uh, they're pretty fun. Yeah, they just yeah. write so well. I love a good pen, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, same. That's same. why I'm a member of the Pen 15 Club. <laughs> I do love that show. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so good. It's on my list. It's not very high, I will say. <sighs> it's your loss. It's okay. I, I, yeah, I understand. I've just realized that shows like about puberty and like that time are ones that are not like, I can't binge them because like I liked Big Mouth. I watched a couple episodes, not saying this is the same as Big Mouth at no. all, but just kind of the subject matter <laughs> yeah. is similar. Yeah, I can. And maybe it is Big Mouth that caught me. I'm like, I can't watch a lot of this. I just, everyone, it's one of those shows I feel like I'll have to pop in every once in a while and not just like watch straight through. But I don't know. I would say Big Mouth approaches it a little bit more. um, It's a, it's a little bit 
riskier. No, I don't know. You know what it is? Big Mouth, I think, has a lot more like male driven perspective to it. But like a like a. They're getting better about it, not just being of the straight male perspective. They have some gay characters actually doing stuff with. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Pen15, like it is definitely like a female perspective, but it's also like kind of the outcast females who like. Yeah. And I think they're relatable in the way that like they want to be kind of cool. But like, yeah, they're also, you know, we're all a bunch of weirdos and they're a little weird and, yeah. you know, trying to figure shit out. So, OK, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a softer approach, but I think it's it's got some more relatable. OK, kind of emotional responses. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, watch what you want to watch. Yeah. I certainly do. I think I'm like about to fall into a video game hole of just. I mean, you did get all those games, so that makes sense. I know. I like, I told my coworkers as I signed off today, I'm like, I can't wait to become bonded with the couch from playing video games for so long. <laughs> uh, I've been on a, a, a Cougar Town kick. Oh, Cougar Town. I like Cougar Town. I do, too. I haven't seen much of it, but, like, what I've seen, I liked. Because I I love Courtney Cox and Busy Phillips, right? Busy Phillips? Yes. Yeah. And I also had no idea until I was watching it this time around that it was um, by Bill Lawrence, the Scrubs guy. That makes so much sense Mm -hmm. because there are, like, a few Scrubs actors and actresses in it. Yeah. There's a lot of guest I can't remember her name. Like, other... Jordan Cox. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yes, Jordan Cox she, from Scrubs. I'm totally blanking on it, but Sarah Chalk in it too, because I do love Sarah Chalk. Sarah Chalk has like a guest appearance for a while. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, so does the acapella group, the the four-man. Oh, yeah. yeah they, have, they pop up at a point. So like, it's funny because like, I kept seeing all these, and there's a, a joke about a... Um, an app on the phone with Zach Braff's voice and like all these things kept happening and the music's really good, which I was like the music on scrubs too. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this my, is this like, I had no idea even watching it, but it just has such a, it's not the same vibe, but it is the same vibe. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense now. That reminds me of like Mark Cherry shows. You can always tell a Mark Cherry show. I don't know. Who's that? Desperate housewives. Oh, okay. 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 So he did Desperate Housewives and he also did a show on CBS All Access, which is now Paramount Plus because mm-hmm. question mark. Great series called Why Women Kill. I want to see that. I haven't seen it, but I want to see that. Yes. Also, yeah, I watched a thing for that show the other day and I was just staring my mouth agape because I was like, I want to see that. It's so good and so well done. Because I love um, I forget the actress's name. She's one which, of the main. She's the fifties or something. Jennifer Goodwin. Yes, I love Jennifer Goodwin. Yes, she's great in it. She's fantastic. Like basically, mm-hmm. the premise of the show is it's the same house but set in the fifties, yeah. the eighties, and modern day, mm-hmm. and kind of just like the three different couples. And obviously, there's murder because it's well, yeah, why women the kill is the title yeah. of the show. But it's just like got that Desperate Housewives dramatic ridiculousness melodrama. Mm-hmm. But like it's very well written and it's just interesting the way the stories intersect kind of, especially towards the end. I binged it in a week. Wow. OK. Yeah. 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 So I am curious because 
you mentioned pre-recording that you were mixing a drink. Uh, yes, it's not that exciting. It's just an old fashioned. Ah, that's exciting, though. But it's because I've had this bottle of bullet bourbon that had just like it had like a half a shot because I know because I poured it into a shot glass to see how much it was. Mm-hmm. Just half a shot with a bourbon where I'm like, I don't want to throw that away, but I also don't want to drink it right no. now because I'd like I'd always see it at like 9 a.m. And I'm like, who wants a half a shot of bourbon at 9 a.m.? Yeah, no, not me. Not a good idea. Uh, I have a very I just have a Corona mango seltzer. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I am running out of things and not been to a store. I get up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just quarantine chopped, you know? Yeah. It's like, I mean, I, I don't feel like making an effort to go outside my house, but what can I do with the things that are already here? Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I have a few things left, but I haven't been to anywhere that sells liquor and like, I know I have been during the past year, but like, I think once. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I guess, are you ready for a story? I would love a story. Okay. Like I also mentioned pre-recording, this story is fresh. I'm excited. Fresh off the, <laughs> fresh off the pages. Okay. Have you heard of a man named Marty Tibbetts? No. Okay. Well... Just some quick three facts about him up the top. Okay. Uh, he was the CEO of Harper Woods-based Clementine Live Answering Service. He was a pilot who founded the World Heritage Aviation Museum in Detroit. Okay. And it's now coming to light that he may have been financing an innovative drug ring. What? Uh, okay. Yep. Yep. So, like, literally this was published... Like, within the past 24 hours, this came to light. Holy crap. I know. Like, I was literally working on another story, and then this one came across my computer screen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I gotta do this. Yeah. So this just came to life. But Marty, in July of 2018, died. So he's no longer alive, even. Oh, wow. Okay. He died in a plane crash. He, like I said, he was a pilot. He was driving one of his vintage planes and crashed into a barn in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. That's why you should not drive a vintage plane. Yeah. Maybe just make that a showpiece and drive new planes. So that happened in 2018 and people Mm -hmm. were like, oh no, that's so sad. But like, not suspicious. And life went on until the end of last month, the end of March. Oh my gosh. When federal prosecutors filed charges against an alleged, an alleged drug dealer in North Carolina. And through that process, records came unsealed that implicated Marty is tied to this drug cartel that was designing a cocaine submarine that was remote controlled and would attach itself via strong magnets to the hulls of cargo ships. So it would like get a free ride, essentially? Is that like the thinking? Yep. Across the Atlantic. Yeah. <gasps> What? Right? Like, literally, I started reading this article and it was like, this reads like a James Bond. Like, I literally said in the article, like, this reads like a James Bond plot. And I'm like, well, now I definitely have to talk about it. So they were like basically making like an electronic, like, barnacle. Yeah. Full of cocaine. Yep. So we're going to jump back to 2015 when the investigation kind of started. Uh huh. 
On the U.S. side, Border Patrol, Homeland Security, and the IRS were involved. And some foreign law agencies were involved, involved as well. And it started off as them looking into Yili Didani, an Illinois resident and potential leader of the drug trafficking organization. Mm-hmm. The uh, drug ring itself had ties to the U.S., obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Colombia, Ecuador, Mexico, Canada, Chile, Albania, Turkey, Brazil, Germany, the Dominican Republic, the UAE, Belgium, Spain, and the Netherlands. So, like, most places. Yeah, like a good, like, 15 <laughs> countries. Damn, and, like, all over, too. Yeah. So, needless to say, big organization. And so, in 2015, they snatched Adani's ass at O'Hare on his way back from Albania. They, they took him in. Mm-hmm. They took his phone and found photos of him holding guns he had no business holding because of a drunk driving conviction. Okay. Uh, which, like, side note, why does it take a drunk driving conviction to make it questionable when people hold guns? You yeah. Know? I, like, mm. I, like, was, like, getting a little salty about that. I'm like, they should just make crazy-looking white dudes take a test before getting guns. They like, should make everybody take a test before getting guns. Oh, that's what I wrote control- next. I'm like, it should be everybody, but the data shows overwhelmingly it's crazy white dudes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But, of course, the picture of the gun, that wasn't enough to nab him. So, uh, he went about, they let him go, whatever. And a year later, he was at O'Hare again, stopped, and questioned on his way home from Rome. You know, as um, one generally is coming home from Rome. Yeah. I have a lot of side notes in this one. Another one I wrote while I was writing this. It seems like drug ring leaders get to travel a lot for work. And I would just like to say this career path was not put forth when I was in college. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I've seen Orange is the New Black. They yeah. uh, they went lots of places. Laura, right. Laura Prep, Prepon or whatever. Laura Prepon, char- yeah. Yeah, her character went Alex. everywhere. Alex, yeah. Oh, yeah. Alex. Yeah. Uh, remember that one, Alex yeah. and Piper. <laughs> I watched like the first two seasons of Orange is the New Black and just kind of like sometimes with shows like that, when you wake me wait too long for the next season, I lose interest. That's unfortunate. I was in it until I've watched every single episode, but I didn't like the last parts. Yeah, basically, that's what I kept hearing too. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I agree with a lot of people when they started like the the riots. Um, it uh-huh. just, it got a little wacky, like a little too jump the shark, as they say in the biz. Yeah, exactly. I was watching a video yesterday of a belly flop contest that was on Jimmy Kimmel a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. And last minute entry was Henry Winkler and they made him jump a shark for the third time. <laughs> Cause he originated the term. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. As, yeah, Fonzie as the Fonzie. And happy days. Yeah. Yes. And then he jumped a shark again in Arrested Development. As yes. part of that show. Yeah. This was his third time as part of this contest. <laughs> anyway, the show jumped the shark. Yes. But back to the story. Yes. So the drug leader, Dadani, was taken at O'Hare, questioned. They found more pictures this time. Uh, this time of him with, quote, fat stacks. Not actual quote, but that's what but I wrote. Fat that's stacks. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another side note, stop taking fucking pictures of yourself with your crimes. That's almost as dumb as the Capitol rioters checking in on Facebook for their attempts to overthrow democracy. Like, <laughs> like yeah, don't take pictures. No, or use Snapchat. They disappear. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, but even no, but even Snapchat, it quote unquote disappears, but it doesn't actually disappear. It disappears from the two to phones. But like, yeah, it's probably saved somewhere. 
don't anything you put online that. anything you put online anything that right. is di- made digital it lasts. probably exists somewhere like, yeah have you ever seen those things of um if you what was i watching i don't i was watching some documentary series on netflix and they were talking about our identities and this one woman she wanted like her dating profile identity like file from I don't know if it was Tinder or something like that. Yeah. And she basically got it. And she, it was, it was this bit, it was like eight inches tall of printed out papers. Yeah. All about like the algorithm about her because of her interactions online. That is crazy. Yeah. It was nuts. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't take pictures. That's like the right. easiest way to find crime, it. If you're doing crime, don't take pictures of you doing the crime. Take a picture by like, you're in Rome, go to the Coliseum. Don't take a picture of the crime. Mm, maybe some nice pasta. Right. Just like Instagram your pizza. Yeah. Some Who eat, knows? pray, love type photos. Right. <laughs> oh, not you holding like stacks of cash guns. and. Oh, but apparently the pictures of the fat stacks were taken inside an apartment in Macomb County. Oh, so, okay. Well, they were not abroad. Okay. That's where I take all my photos of fat stacks. So Yes. Yeah. Um, they also find found some vials of human growth hormone in his possession, which is interesting. interesting. That's yeah. sounds like some um uh like Avengers type villain shit. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely just not good shit. Mm-hmm. But um they were also able to get their hands on encrypted chats in his phone. Through the course of reading these chats, there were references to burner phones, there was talk of money laundering. So they also like nicknamed co-conspirator one and co-conspirator two. So CC one and CC two. Okay. So just if I use those yeah. later on. Yeah. Generally, co-conspirator one refers to Dadani and co-conspirator two become is Marty. The Dani Marty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So one specific chat had a photo of a duffel bag with red and yellow packages in it that was found along with the caption, that's your house. The packages were very consistent with kilos of cocaine, mm-hmm. both in size and shape. And then also the caption, I think, is a reference to that there was enough cocaine in the picture that would be worth enough to buy a house. OK. They also found messages on how they were trying to discreetly transfer one hundred seventeen point six million dollars from a bank in Germany to a bank in Dubai. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a and lot. Then, Probably the most damaging message. Sorry, hold on. Something's That's ringing. Okay. Someone from Washington, D.C. is calling a, me. Aw, they know I'm talking nice about this. <laughs> They're like, Alex, can you testify? Yes, I will testify. It was like, so the most damning message was one that referenced Marty by first name. So they had a text that actually had the name Marty in it oh, talking yeah. about him. And that's not so, like a super common name either like i mean like honestly every time you say i think of marty mcfly but like yeah i cannot think of other marty's you know right so and here's where marty comes into play okay money he was like financing a good chunk of the drug trafficking organization okay some transactions even happened in wayne county according to some reports Mm mm-hmm uh, starting in June of 2016, Tibbetts, Marty Tibbetts, I'm just going to say Tibbetts from now on, okay. issued 864000 in checks to a co-conspirator, several of which were cashed at a Metro Detroit pawn shop or like those cash for gold shops. So like in one year, 
Yeah, and it's just starting in June of 2016, he just gave like $800,000 in checks. Uh-huh. I'm imagining one of them was definitely cashed at uh, American Jewelers, the one that had the TV show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe not, though, because like, this was an attempt to launder the money, so maybe they wanted that much notoriety. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. I'm also not a criminal, but mm-hmm. I'm a smooth criminal. Ooh. No, I'm not that either. I always think of Alien Ant Farm for that song now. What's that? It was a cover of that song. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So back to Tibbetts more. We're kind of going to focus in on his life a little bit. He lived in Gross Point Park. Is that one of them? Yes. I didn't actually write that down, but he lived in one of the gross points and mm-hmm. in a waterfront mansion once owned by Alto Reed, the saxophonist for Bob Seger's Silver Bullet Band. Yeah. So big old house was mm-hmm. designed by the same architect who designed the Henry Ford Museum. Yeah. Uh, his neighbors were shocked to hear about the allegations saying that he was friendly and involved in the community. This sounds familiar. Uh-huh. Right, which I said, like, cool, that doesn't mean he wasn't doing this. And kind of just, like, the older I get, the more suspicious of rich people I get. Like, I feel like there's a threshold of wealth that once you pass, people should start asking questions. Like, you know, once you've gotten to a certain point of wealthy, and especially if it's in a short period of time, what what shady shit are you doing, sir? Mm -hmm. Also, like, not helping his case, like... I can't believe he did this. He was also a computer and cybersecurity whiz, though. He really knew how Hmm. to do technology. How convenient. Yeah. Um, So now we're up to 2017. And in August, a a package from Didani was mailed from Albania to the house in Gross Point Park Woods. The Gross Point place. Yeah. To the house. Yeah. So to avoid inspection at the international border. Then on December 21st of that year, a co-conspirator, possibly just Tibbetts, went to... It was at least on one of Tibbetts' planes. If it wasn't Tibbetts himself, it was at least his plane was used to go to D.C. to meet Dadani, where he gave Dadani about uh, $350,000. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, No timeline was given for this, but apparently Tibbetts had wired almost $2 million to Dadani and others in Tirana, Albania. Uh, oh, wow. 500,000 of which came from his personal checking account. Damn. And Tibbetts also funded a good portion of the cocaine purchases in South America. Wow. Yeah. Uh, which brings us to the torpedo, which is what they nicknamed the underwater parasitic drone is what they classified. Oh, okay. It as. Okay. The barnacle. Yes. Yeah. So it was a drone that Dadani and Tibbetts were designing like I said, described as an underwater parasitic drone for the purpose of smuggling large amounts of cocaine. Uh-huh. Uh, the parasitic part comes from the fact that it was designed to attach to the hulls of ships with magnets. So it kind of just like clamp on. Yeah, that's so crazy. Then using an onboard GPS, they would track its location and interact with it remotely. Once it got to the location or close to the location they wanted it, an operator would request the torpedo to detach from the host where it would then be retrieved by fishing boats up to a hundred miles off the coast. Oh my gosh. Right. Like that doesn't see again, that doesn't seem real. Right. This seems like some movie shit. 
Right. And like part of me was questioning it because it came out on April Fool's. But this seems like a pretty elaborate April Fool's joke to like pull up like this dead guy and smear his name. Uh If this is an April Fool's joke, you know? Yeah. So I feel like it's not. And if it is, we're going to have one hell of an update corner next week. (laughs) Uh, Tibbetts and Dadani even went as far as hiring a company to build a prototype device but described it as an underwater hull scrubber device. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, we're just using this to clean ships. It's not anything. It's definitely like, I know we like labeled on the diagram cocaine department. Yeah. It's, it's definitely just for scrubbing hulls. <laughs> and Tibbetts even used the alias Dale Johnson when interacting with this company because he did not want to involve his legit business. Mm-hmm. So he approached in the company's unnamed, which I'm kind of happy about because it sounds like they didn't understand or know that they were doing bad shit. So, okay. Um, so went to this company. Hello, my name is Dale Johnson. Can you please build this underwater hull scrubber device? Mm-hmm. The company was paid twelve thousand in a combination of cryptocurrency, money orders, and uh, wire transfers from an Albanian bank account. Uh, but they were not aware that the prototype was going to be used for illegal purposes. Okay. But also, like, when you're being paid in three different ways, when it's only, like, 12000 Like, yeah. yeah, that's a lot of money, but enough to justify using three different modes of paying you? Seems sketch. That's not a great sign. No. At all. That's, yeah. Uh, but by summer of 2018, there was a prototype built by the company, and it was undergoing testing. Mm-hmm. But do you remember what else happened in 2018 that I said earlier in the story? He died. The plane crash. Yeah. On July 20th, Tibbetts was in the skies with his vintage fighter jet when he crashed into a dairy barn. And in a fiery explosion, it killed him and about 50 cows. Which is sad. Oh, my gosh. It's so many cows. I know. That was the too many cows. Right. That was like the saddest part of the story. That's that's 50 cows. gone. Yeah. They didn't do anything. Right. They were just trying to make their building illegal drug smuggling. Supplies. Summary. Yeah. Obviously, Tibbetts' death was not ideal for the drug ring because he was the main financer. Yeah. Uh, the company building the Torpedo, which was the nickname for it. It was nicknamed the Torpedo. That company never heard from, quote, Dale again. And the drug ring was on their own to secure funding to bring their drug drone dreams to life. The- <laughs> drug okay. drone, drone dreams. dreams. Drug drone dreams. DDD. Uh, okay. Yep. S3D. Love it. Yes. So basically, Didani went on to fly all to all the countries I mentioned earlier, trying to get a new sugar daddy to pay for the operation, but was unsuccessful and had to pivot. Okay. So instead of trying to make this like drug drone dream come to life. He decided instead to try and use legit shipping vessels to ship bulk amounts of cocaine handled by paid off port workers. So he's like, if we can't attach something to the ship, let's put the cocaine on the ship in a sneaky and dubious way. Mm -hmm. So he was trying to make that happen. And a year after the death of Tibbetts, it seems that Dadani had secured the funding for the plan somewhere in the UAE. It's not sure where, but just somewhere in the UAE, he managed to get funding. Unfortunately, it was for plan B and not plan A, the torpedo. But basically a month after he secured the funding, Mm -hmm. 
753 kilos of cocaine were seized at the port of Rotterdam in the Netherlands on a ship from Ecuador. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a that's lot of freaking so cocaine. so much cocaine. That's almost a ton of cocaine. Oh, my God. A metric ton. I think that's what that is. I don't know. I I'm not don't a remember. But this, isn't a, this isn't a standard weights and measurements podcast. Absolutely not. But the cocaine was hidden amongst the bananas. And apparently they were marked with a sticker that had a black semi-auto pistol on it. Like, the fuck? What does a gun have to do with bananas? Of course your cocaine got fo- like found. Like, yeah. you may as well just label them crime bananas. <laughs> like, pick something that goes with bananas. Yeah. I don't know. Be like, work smarter, not harder. Right. Like, <laughs> no fucking wonder you got caught. Anyway. <laughs> In February of last year, the DEA here in Detroit learned that a big shipment of cocaine was being organized by Dadani and tipped off the Dutch National Police. Uh, five days later, they found approximately 644 kilos hidden on a ship called CMA CGM Jean Gabriel. That's, this such is when, a, that's a mouthful. Right. For like uh, a ship name. Yeah. <laughs> Which this is also very apt. This is coming to light now, especially because since the Suez Canal. That whole thing with the freight shipper. I wonder if this is going to, you know, start changing that whole world. Yeah, that was that whole thing. Crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah, I, I just can't believe they can make boats that big. Like, I know, like, of course they can. But like boats that big, they can hold that much and still float. Like, I know that's the point of a boat. So like if they can make a boat that like it's not that crazy because they make boats. It's just like a boat that big that holds that much. It's crazy to me. Yeah. It scares me a little. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. But around that, this is kind of when the drug greens operations really started to crumble. Mm hmm. They were able to link another 2,100 kilos to the ring, a thousand of which were shipped from Peru to the Netherlands. And then the rest of that, the remaining 1,100 kilos went to Spain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dadani was arrested late last month, so late March, and is being transferred to Detroit where he will face charges in a federal court. Wow. Does uh, Has like a court date been set or anything? Do we know? Not that the article mentioned. But like I said, this like all came to light, like within the past 28 to 48 hours or 24 to 48 is probably the range that makes more sense. Um, (laughs) Like I kind of just had a little like my reflections toward the end of just the news is hopping on this. Like, look at this double life this guy was leading and all these allegations against him. But they have a pretty solid case. And just like one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way about the article is they kept like. Every couple paragraphs, they'd interject with like a neighbor being like, "This just doesn't sound like our the guy we knew." Like he I was mean, such a nice guy. He was involved in the community. He even opened a museum where he showed children planes. That's, like they, it always happens like that, though. I feel like yeah, right. it's always like look that at this person. nice white white collar criminal. Yeah, oh, you know, I just kind of like. It was a little salty. They decided to try that angle. Like even another article even called them out on it. Yeah. Kind of being like. Let's not. Yeah. It looks like it's pretty certain that this guy was involved and did it. Like while their allegations, they have a pretty strong case. And 
it's just crazy that all of this kind of happened in our neck of the woods. You know, you don't really think of uh, Detroit as being a drug ring kind of city. Yeah, that's insane. Last week we learned about tobacco. This week we're learning about cocaine. You know, <laughs> the city's impacts on both. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and my sources are uh, the Detroit News, the Daily Beast and Deadline Detroit. Wow, that's I'm my mind is blown. Yeah, as it should be. Um, I cannot. Uh, right. <laughs> it's bonkers. I feel like I just watched a movie. Yeah. Like. Ah! <laughs> like crazy, right? Oh, that's so. Yeah. 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 Well done. Thank you. That's nuts that you just you just came across that. <laughs> right. Like I just like was sometimes when I'm like stuck looking for a story, I literally just Google Detroit and see what comes up. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, no, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. It's a proven strategy. I've gotten a couple topics like this, but it's just crazy that all this just like happened. right now. Yeah. And realistically, I mean, that whole story in the past five years. Yeah. Like everything oh, in yeah. that story was the past five years. I think 2016 was the earliest date I remember you yeah. saying. So I think it, the investigation has started in 2015, but yeah. like Oh, okay. Okay. So um, still though. That's yeah, nuts. within the past five, six years. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> My mind is blown. I cannot. Right. Uh, <laughs> okay. But. That was so good. I think you have more than earned yourself a two truths and a lie. Hell yeah. The day this comes out, which is April 7th. Yes. Is National Beer Day. Okay. <laughs> so I found some some beer facts. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, are you ready? I am. Okay. So fact number one. Beer flavored Kit Kats. Are a thing. Okay. Number two, during prohibition, people were prescribed quote unquote medical beer. Okay. And number three, a 15 foot high tidal wave of beer killed eight people in London once. Shit. All of these sound believable. Yes. Uh, Cause Kit Kat is wild and with some of their flavors. Mm-hmm. <sighs> And the third one was a 15-foot wave? Yes. Okay. Can we convert that to metric because it's the UK? That's like what? Like five meters? It's around um, five meters. There's three foot and a meter. It doesn't really matter. That's but five I just, meters, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Kit Kat one. You are correct. It's actually okay. wine-flavored Kit Kats are a thing. That sounds even worse, honestly. But actually, at the last minute, I did find out that Kit Kat does. They don't make a beer-flavored Kit Kat, but you can find Kit Kats to drink with beer. Okay. So it's they called... They make like, a beer pairing, but not kind, a beer Yeah, flavored. it's called Kit Kat Snacks, and it's like a mixture of like miniature Kit Kats. It looks like, in like peanuts and almonds, I think. Ooh, yum. Like a nice Kit Kat bar mix? Yeah, so it's like a... a to make you thirsty. Love it. Yeah, so you're supposed to drink them with with your beer. But yeah, just to go into the other ones a little bit, and all this came from Thrillist, other than the wine kit thing. I just, yeah, I found that elsewhere. But the 15-foot uh, tidal wave 
it actually happened in 1814 when barrels of porter flooded less affluent neighborhood in St. Giles Rookery. And the brewers weren't charged and the jury considered it an accident of God in the end. Okay. I feel like um, someone probably could have been held accountable for that mistake. Yeah, but also 1814, I feel like... They were more than willing to just blame things on supernatural forces back then. They are like, science mm-hmm. barely exists. And also, like, it was harder to have evidence, I feel like, too. Like, it was easier to dispose of evidence because, like, again, it wasn't the digital. You know what I mean? Like, you could burn shit, essentially. Yeah. Oh, like, definitely. records and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was actually medical beer and basically brewers, physicians and imbibers used to try to get around prohibition by being prescribed as of March, ni- uh, March 1921 until November 1921, when Congress changed their minds and banned it. <laughs> yeah, I vaguely remember that one from like the New Way In episode way oh, okay. back on the day. Okay. Oh, yeah. That is early a, days of the podcast. Is, hey, new way in. Yeah. <laughs> How you do it? I like our stuff every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, a couple other random facts. Um, Mississippi and Alabama only legalized homebrewing in 2013. So, like, less okay. than a decade ago, it was like yeah. illegal to brew at home, which I think is just interesting. Yeah. And the 33 on Rolling Rock bottles has no known meaning. Okay. Uh, people used to think that Rolling Rock was just a f- huge fan of Larry Bird, as that was his uh, number when he played. And what sport was he? Do we know? Basketball. Okay. Yeah. Okay. D- but Rolling Rock itself actually has 11 different theories as to why the 33 is there because they don't know. Things Love among it. them are founding members of the brewery bet $33 on a horse 33 and one. Okay. Or the fact that the beer is brewed at 33 degrees. Yeah. Or that the Latrobe Brewery was bought in 1933, which I think is what they took over. makes Rolling Rock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, well, America's largest craft brewery is Yingling, which we don't have in Michigan. We do not. not sell here. You have to go to Indiana for it. Like, my uncle, whenever he drives up from Florida, I always come for the good old case or two of Yingling. Oh, yeah. Whenever I go through a Yingling territory and i'm in a car i usually pick some up too i do actually for like uh cheaper beer it kind of is one of my favorites i've never had it to be honest maybe next time my uncle comes up i'll grab one Mm -hmm. yeah so there's the what is it yingling light or something also not bad yeah rolling rock i don't know i think it's just the green bottle reminds me of heineken and heineken was the first Mm -hmm. beer i ever had okay yeah yeah i know neither of us are huge beer drinkers i used to drink more i haven't had a beer in in the past year and that's it but it's kind of like if it's the only option i'll drink it but if there's literally almost anything else Mm. i will have that instead i do like the sour beers a lot actually i do like a sour every once in a while yeah but again it's it's like when it's the option if it's really cold and it's really hot outside like if the the that's my beer drinking time is all weather dependent generally speaking fair enough yeah yeah, so um, beer facts. Uh, happy National Beer Day today, April 7th. Happy Beer Day, y'all. Yeah. Donka Thrillist. <laughs> Donka. 
I don't know why I went so German for this. It's not German beer day. It's national das, beer day. Das ist okay. Okay. Das ist frisch. No, that means das that is, is right. Good? Das ist gut. It's for our uh, our German listeners because we we, yeah. we we got some we got some listeners in Germany. So oh, we do. Yeah, yeah. Love that. So um, Liebe dich. No, it's love hallo. you. I don't know. Hallo. Hallo. Deutschland. Yes. Um, that's interesting. I love that we have some German fans. We do. We do. Hello. Yeah. But I think that wraps us. I think we are wrapped like a kilo of cocaine. <laughs> yes. I was going to say schnitzel, but I couldn't remember if schnitzels were wrapped at all. I mean, they're I like think- wrapped in breading. They're not like wrapped. I think wrapped like a kilo of cocaine. I don't think better. schnitzels are wrapped. Yeah, I think they're just made. It's just chicken. Yeah. Or, I don't know. No, and it's like not. pounded. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I like wrapped like a kilo of cocaine. It's very fitting for this episode. Yeah. Wrapped like a kilo of cocaine and put in a mysterious submarine that's going to attach itself to a ship. Words I thought I'd never say on our podcast. Yep. You'll learn something new every day. You the sure will. The world is strange and so is Detroit. Yeah. And that's why we're here. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. if you want to follow us on our strange social medias, you could follow us at Instagram and Twitter at Detroit Strange. Our Facebook is just Detroit Strange and our email address, DetroitStrange at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And if you would rate, subscribe, review, that would be awesome and wonderful anywhere you listen. Uh, you know, tell your friends to to try it out. Maybe you can talk to them. Yeah. And then, you know, if you want some strange stuff you can go to our shop at threadless detroit strange if you want a tote bag of your own you can get your own yeah get yours yeah if you want a tote bag (laughs) if you want to support the show we've also got patreon detroit strange also if you've ever got an idea for a two truths and a lie we are game you can you can email us usually only one of us is checking the email at a time anyway so we'll tell the other one not to look or you can hit us up on on instagram if you go to our detroit strange Instagram. Yeah. Our, our links are in the bio. Slide the DMs. We're never mad about yeah, it. Yeah, let us know uh, what, what two truths and lie you got. We'd yeah. love to share it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, other than that. Until next time. Yeah. Stay, stay strange. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Our theme song was recorded by Sax and Violence. What a crazy ride. Right? Grab your drama me and that was a journey. Ugh, I need it.